today's show, we're going to talk about what we might be able to do using ChatGPT to potentially replace call-in if it goes away. That's the specific goal. We're going to start with what are the features of this app and what are features we wish would be here and what are features that don't need that we don't need so the first part will be today's first part will be looking at what are the features on call in and which ones are ones we need to keep or which ones do we need to add and what needs to go helping me today is Zach hi Zach Welcome. Amanda. Welcome to Crowdsourcing Revolution. I'm Amanda Rice. We are in June of 2023. And today's episode, we're going to have a conversation about call, the call-in app, what the features are, what features might be missing, what features might be needed because there's some folks that are concerned after the acquisition of Colin by Rumble about what might happen to this social podcasting app. Guess what? Alternatives to various. And part of what it looks like is going on is that Colin actually combines some features in a unique way. So there aren't really, like with most software, there aren't one-to-one comparisons, but there really aren't that many alternatives that provide the kinds of things call-in has for the way that we use call-in. I suspect that when call-in was developed, they didn't necessarily anticipate people using it the way that um, the core group of folks that that we've been hanging out with here um, use it. Having all day rooms, wanting to play YouTube sh- um, videos without having to do video call, um, incorporating playing music, which my my setup here is that I've got a second computer, I'm doing the call-in show on my phone, my iPhone, and I put my iPhone on a phone holder thing that's in front of a quality speaker, and so it's basically jerry-rigged because I can't play audio directly from my phone into the app. So, that's my that's one solution for playing music. It would be nice if we could just go, hey, let's just integrate the YouTube and play the YouTube through the call-in. There are some tools that and uh, including um, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, I'd like to invite folks if you have. If, and Zach agreed to co-host this with me because he's also interested in figuring out how we might be able to get something that we can use. 
um, before yeah. we uh, go, um, I just wanted to stress that um, the, what the maybe the bedrock of this um, thought or discussion, um, the, one of the big missing pieces was that the the feature that is lacking maybe the most is being able to natively play uh, your own music or audio. I appreciate you adding that about the audio, natively play audio and call in. As a person who was already out of college when um, AOL was a thing and definitely in my 30s by the time, my late 30s by the time Facebook started. First, let's go over what it says that, 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 um, what, it, what, what is call in? So, call in is called a social podcasting platform. So, it's kind of combining, um, what it says here about Call-In is Call-In's the first social podcasting platform where users can create, discover, and enjoy live and recorded audio content in one place. All you need is a phone and something interesting to say. Ooh, that's two things. Call-In empowers creators and listeners to do more with audio. No studio, no equipment, no complicated post-production needed. Anyone can create content on call-in in a few easy steps. Create a show, host a live room, invite a few friends or open it to all. Invite live listeners to chime in via the caller queue. Publish episodes easily with automatic recording and simple editing tools. I'd like to add that one of the features I use as a person who creates shows that I publish here and to the various podcasting apps is there's a uh, transcript that's automatically generated of the show and makes it easier to um, edit parts out if you want. It's not an easy edit other than that. So you can either say mute this part or don't mute this part. So listeners on call, enjoy call-in on their own schedule. They can join live and participate in the conversation, listen to recorded episodes, and experience the room just as it was when it was recorded, including the chat. Create, create highlights of your favorite clips and share to your network. That feature has been disabled. And discover new content based on your interests because you pick that there's like a fixed set of interests you can mark off when you're setting up your account. So those are the features that are listed here on call in for call in. When looking at what other apps might work to do the same thing, because why reinvent the wheel? There are a few that are kind of more geared for the social networking side or the chat side. Um, and Discord is something that's we've kind of talked about here on call-in as, as an alternative. And 
Discord is like not as user friendly as as Colin in my estimation. But looking for something else to do that's both incorporates Android and iPhone and allows for voice conversation in groups, but also a chat feature. There isn't really anything else that I could find, but that's just me searching. There's Twitch and Discord, which are similar and have video, shared video watching capabilities. Do you know of any, Zach? Yeah. I, I have played with most of the mainstream ones. I just got on the Clubhouse, but yeah, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, it would be, I've, I've been thinking about this since we had the conversation. It would be nice to um, take the best of those and uh, make one that is, uh, I put in the comments, uh, ease of access and ease of use, the uh, frills at your own discretion, but uh, a bare bones kind. Ease of use? I, I was trying to think of, uh, from the point of view of a 70 or 80 year old that uh, doesn't, uh, can't work the technology. Um, and and I, that was my point of view for ease of use slash access. Got it. Because we do want to make it, but, and, and I think one of the things is, um, if we are going to go down the road of of creating an alternative app there's um there's a lot of things involved with it and and that i have a whole set of of things that are tips for making when you're making an app and um danny suggested figma might be a good way to do it it would be a way to to um develop the interface and from what I could find online, people use Figma kind of as they, um, to prototype what it's gonna look, what an app might look like. But again, I wanna kind of start by focusing on the features and why we would reinvent a wheel that's already in existence other than that it might go away. The reason that Room is called making apps with ChatGPT is because I've now read several different accounts of somebody who used chat, the chat GPT iteratively to create a, an app that actually could be submitted to the app store and to Google play. But I don't think we're going to get to that fun part today because it's more important to talk about what is it that we really want to have. I think there needs to be, um, a conversation about that. So like, are there features? 
what the feature I think that I would most like is to just be able to play music directly in the app. But I don't, and I don't know if that's something that isn't incorporated because of the technological complications or the cost to hook into like the YouTube API or. And it seems that there's probably a, a cost limitation. Most of the free apps that have group video calling or group um, and some kind of group element to it limits the number of people that are allowed to do it all at any one time. And as far as I can tell, the limitation and call in of the number of people that can participate in a call, at least as listeners, is is unlimited. Have you have you come up against a, an end point for that? Um, for Colin, uh, the the quality um, might taper off when there are more people in the conversation for sure okay so just um what's involved in making an app um where did it go flutterflow and appgyver and bubble io were some of the um, tools that were that, that were listed that I found in a bunch of places. But if we're looking at creating something that has the kind of um, usability, the kinds of uh, functionality that Discord can have, um, there's a hell of a lot of software on the front end and the back end to keep things moving because the bigger the 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 load on the servers, uh, the more important it is that you have to manage those servers. Yeah, the good thing is that we will be able to um, ma make a mock-up of it. And then when the, t when the rubber meets the road is when we'll be able to outsource any questions or the um, actual making of the app to someone who's does that professionally. I know, thankfully, with uh, ChatGPT and other offshoots, um, it is easier than ever to make. Parts of the communications, or three parts of the communications part. There's the the text chat, the voice, and the playing something else, right? The alternative source access, right? Because I can unmute, but I can't play something else on here at the same time, which I think that would be kind of important. And I don't know, because of the way that I've watched call-in work with my um, headphone, my various he Bluetooth headphones, and then looking into what's going on with all of that, 
there it seems on the iPhone at least there's two sound chips that that sometimes work together sometimes they don't um, let's go back over the let's go back over the uh, I want to go back to the to the looking at the different features so that so would we want to make it so that everybody could host would it be something that people need to sign in for or they can use it anonymously I think um I like the way the hosting works on here. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think, give me a minute or two um, to come up with an answer for you. Um, so what is the hosting now? You create your own room basically, and uh, you are the host slash uh, main mod. Or did you have something to say? No. Um, for, for, uh, that, that that already exists is, I think, where we start. And if there are any, I'm going to brainstorm maybe for next show or even this one, um, because uh, I'm on my list on my notes app for features. Um, how we could tweak the, the app experience in hosting that might make it better. Rudy might have a thought or two about that. So in hosting a room here on call-in, call-in requires you to log in and you have to either have an email address or a phone number to do that. There are a number of apps that are chat or voice apps that that you could that you don't that don't require you to have a user account. But I think hosting seems like would be something you'd want to have a certain amount of accountability, right? Zach? I agree. Um and I'm glad you brought that up. Uh I've been thinking about how you are able to use the app and its functionalities on the um, registered user side versus the anonymous side because I too like to be anonymous sometimes um, I think what you said has merit that there should be one or two uh, functionalities that if we're not going to require you to, because it's it's a hassle to enter your email and verify everything. If if there is functionality for you to be a part of uh, the community, I think that should. If you're not signed in. You can't see the chat, the live chat. Is that kind of what you mean? Yes, and I have been going back and forth, right? Because the the accountability thing that you're talking about, and if there are undesirables, that 
that filters them out, but you still want everybody to be able to participate, like, like what I was saying before, ease of access, not having to register. So that is uh, definitely something we're going to have to think Also, there's nothing to say that we couldn't have a vetting system. There are plenty of private services out there. How important or what priority would we give to um, open an open invitation versus an invitation only kind of situation where like if I have somebody that I want to introduce to the app, they get the special link and then they can join the app. Then you've got a you've got basically a gatekeeping prior to the app even opening, right? What do you think about that? I I like that. I it it sucks because I don't want it to be a tiered system, right? But that's what it sounds like. But um, my big thing with uh, this is interface and even if we make a tiered system it, it's what you're describing sounds like you will be able to interact with the interface uh, without having to go through the steps and that is one of the things that is important can you say that in a different I what you mean uh, so, uh, just we're going to have to figure out where the line is for uh, being able to uh, um, interface with the app and all of its features uh, that bears, that deserves bigger discussion. Um, and I'm, I'm going to write a list of the pros and cons of okay. whether okay. or not to have a, a staunch, because to use calling, you have to create your profile. You have to uh, enter your phone number. And maybe that is not necessary. Just if someone wants to fly by night, uh, use the app. Gotcha. So... So there's the issue of vetting users. Is it something that this is an open or an invitation only? And I, I think I, my personal take is, is it either the gate either needs to be at the front door or there needs to not be a gate and just have a reporting system the way call-in does if it's just open. Because I don't think that there should be tiered tiers of users other than like there probably has to be an admin right to manage it but as far as users goes it seemed like seems like i wouldn't want to have maybe you just vet hosts i don't know so that's a good important conversation i'm going to put that in the parking lot over here how do we how do we deal with having a open community that isn't a trash community. Well, yes, and just having um, tools baked into where uh, the community can be held accountable. Maybe we implement, um, what do they call that on 
hang on, it's called. That maybe we have something kind of like karma on Reddit where people, you know, you can get up votes and down votes and stuff, maybe. Yes, I would be interested in that. Um, because people don't like the authoritarian nature of um, the, the bosses doing it. But I do want to keep in mind that how there are some people on this app that we do not want to interact with us. I think at least we should consider uh, there being a way to permanently push those people aside um, for the individual user. I do not like how it works on... Hi, Mary. Welcome. Hi, Amanda. I like what Zach said. Um, I think that if people want to use this in an abusive way to grandstand or, you know, create conflict, instead of participating in peaceful and intelligent discussion, you have to have a way of keeping them out because it just can destroy any room and leads to nothing productive but just acrimony. So. Very good point. I think that could be done democratically rather than having just like a committee of users that go, this gun, this one's going to be out, this one's going to be out. You know, maybe we, it's something that happens as a democratic process. Yeah, and perhaps the host could just have to make that call. Of course, these things can be uncomfortable, but if the person weren't grandstanding and being acrimonious, it wouldn't be uncomfortable anyway. So it's just a just part of life. Maybe an an agreed upon kind of collaborative set of guidelines for hosts. Yeah, for behavior of guests yeah. and or participants, I should say, mm-hmm. and then the host has to be willing to make the call. But then it also takes some of the responsibility off the host because there's these guidelines I'm supposed to follow as a host. I'm right. Somebody That's gets I mean. uppity. It gives, it gives the host um, not just, I feel like this person's being a pain, but like there's actual something they can point to and say, hey. Right. And if someone wants to just engage in circular logic where they just won't stop, and that's grandstanding. Um, I mean, honestly, it doesn't serve anybody. So I agree. Just have some set of guidelines. And if the person can't stop breaking those, you just have to cut them out. Yeah, so maybe a strike system instead of a karma system or maybe a combo. I don't know. Well, I, I think, think, karma I think room by room. Room by mm. room. And then if someone continuously breaks these rules and they have to be you know cut out of room after room then you know we're not inviting you back in again because you've shown that you are not willing to follow the rules agreed so in hosting a room there's you know you can choose to have the chat on or off the emotes on or off 
you can choose to have it private. Is that something that people think is important? To be able to have it private and to have that fine different selection on the yeah, I guess it's in the chat. More, more options is better than less options, I guess. I don't have a whole lot of <laughs> other opinions. Just I did write in, I did text about the um, spell check. I don't understand it. Maybe it's my phone. I have an iPhone, but like if I start typing a text and it make it quicker to like pick the words as they come up, but then I pick them, it doesn't complete the word. And then also when I start typing, it seems like it will change my words. So it's super annoying. <laughs> and I don't know why that's happening. Yeah, I think that's a bug from... Zach, you got any idea? I think that is one of the most important things that is uh, uh, a bad thing about the app that whatever programming it is... Um, uh, makes makes the app kind of look like a failure that you would think it was programmed to um, just the basic things, right? Like um, spell check. Um, I, I other ones don't come to mind, but those functions that you see in an app aren't really there with Colin. Okay. And I, I, I suspect it has something to do with their using Apple's spell check. So it's having to call the Apple spell check and there's like a delay. I mean, okay. that's just my, I mean, one thing about making assumptions about the way a computer software program works is like logic is a thing. So if, you, if it's something that kind of makes sense that way. Usually turns out to be true. Have you used Clubhouse, Zach? I am. I am doing experiments with it now. Um, me and Derek were talking about it. There, there are communities there that we could reach. You know, we're we talk about politics and stuff, but um, I'm definitely looking at the user interface, what features it has, and. Um, uh, I, I'm definitely doing my tutorial through the app. Cool. So, and I, also there's like Twitter spaces. That's a place. One of the things that I noticed is there's a lot of options for software that does video chat, even group video chat, but there's not a lot of options for just audio or audio chat, but but also, you know, do video sharing or screen sharing of some sort. And it might just be a gap in the market because people are like, why would I just talk when I could be on video looking at myself? But I've heard numerous people say, mm, I could take it or leave it for myself, whether I'm on video but it would be nice to watch things together. So I'm going to guess that, that the more functionality, the more complicated it gets. 
but I think the basics are, it's really nice to be able to have a, an audible conversation and have the chat at the same time. Yes? Yes. <laughs> yep. You know what would be, oh, I know what we need. A hand raise, a raise hand function. Yes, I think I actually thought of that before. I thank you for bringing it up. A way, if you, if the host or moderators don't want to, because that can be a problem in rooms where every, everybody just gets brought up. But if, if we added a hand raise function to where people can just uh, give their piece, um, that would be cool. Okay, thanks guys. Thanks, Mary. I appreciate your input on that because that it is important. So native audio, is that what you said? Is that what it's called? Yes, native audio, native video. That it means the the feature to do it is baked into the the app. Okay, got it. OBS Studio. So maybe there's a into something like this. What do you think? To work with different apps. Um is going to be important because it uh, people like to use those apps. They can create their content there and dump it on here or be live simulcast. Called Cosmi, C uh, K O S M I. It's a group chat app, and you can watch videos together. It's a free real-time application and communication platform that offers voice, text, and video calls along with games and applications such as SNES Party, NES Party, Open Arena, Poker, Virtual Card Tables, Synced YouTube, and Co-Watch Video. There's no registration required and it looks like it, they have game streaming. That was one of the alternatives that came up when I was looking at all. Because the alternative to list that came up when I did call-in, one, call-in's not on alternative two, but basically what it kept bringing up was um, podcasting apps that are used primarily for creating podcasts. So there isn't a lot of... Um, one thing I think is important, a lot of people are, especially um, me included, are worried about security. So adding a an encryption function uh, to messaging uh, would be really cool. Right. Security feature of it is is important for sure. And that the Cosme doesn't have that because you don't have you're not required to lock um, to to log in. 
So revolt, there's two other ones that seemed like maybe close. You can usually look at what the code looks like if you've got a tool to do that. So it might be helpful in terms of doing the creating. One of the features that uh, is going to be important uh, with whatever we're doing, uh, one of the bad parts of calling is uh, you're not allowed to permanently delete messages. Uh, and I, I have different tree uh, thoughts about that. There, there are several different uh, uh, bad things about the messaging system that need to be reworked. There needs to be some updating of the DM system because that's the other that's the, that's communication method number four that I didn't that I didn't mention. In addition to the chat in the room and the voice in the room, there's also the DM system and there's a separate notifications thing i don't really understand what the difference is from between those two on this app but yes amanda is something i very much don't like uh the feed slash notifications um you know I i'm talking about this from feeling uh and also that we have had um, these other apps for the past 15 years of the internet. So uh, yeah, that definitely needs to be worked. Yeah. Jitsi allows up to 100 participants in a video call without restriction on the time period of the call connection. You can make instant face-to-face -face interaction with your friends and family share documents, media, emojis, even set up crowd sounds like claps, laughs, and surprises. It supports Android, Windows, web, and iOS. Um, the pros are it's completely free. It offers high-definition video and audio, protects user calls with security encryptions, provides screen sharing and call recording options, supports 100-plus languages, is compatible for cross-platform calling. The cons are occasional stability issues, low bandwidth can sometimes affect video quality and does not offer real-time support. Well, I think those first two could happen with almost anything. I mean, let's be real. Stability issues and low bandwidth are ubiquitous in the United States. But that seems that one out. And then cross. Real quick again, Amanda, the yeah. Jitsi. Yeah. Yep. Jitsi Meet. There's two Jitsis. There's Jitsi Meet and there's Jitsi. So this that was what I just read was Jitsi Meet. Yes, I am. Um, I need to write it down to uh, look it up and look at the features. Can you spell it for me? Yep. I'm putting it in the chat. A I T as in Tom, 
S is in Sam I. Ah, dang it. I'm having problems here. Jitsi. Yeah, I just had the thought. I'm definitely, uh, if we do another room or uh, email correspondence, I'm going to do a mock-up of what I want a uh, potential app to look like and uh, the features. I think that'll help me to uh, mind map it out and then ed anyone can look at that and say, hey, I want this feature that you didn't consider or this is a redundancy uh, you need to take that out other folks do 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 the same because i think that if we are going to engage in trying to create something the more people we can get feedback from the better because i'm not I'm not trying to make the next Facebook. I'm just trying to use something that me and my friends and possibly their friends, friends of their friends can, can use to do some of the things that we do here, maybe better. So the last, the last uh, of the four existing solutions that seemed probably good is called Viber, V-I-B-E-R, V as in Victor. I'll put that in the chat too. Um, according to uh, according to one of the websites I was looking at, um, the current speaker in a group video takes over the, it has cross-platform support and built-in community features. The thing they don't like about it is that it isn't especially popular, so your friends probably won't already be on it. But I think that's true of Colin, too, so. <laughs> Actually, it looks even more promising than the Jitsi Meet. What it says is, in the review of it, it says, Viber is a superb messaging app that does it all. You can use it for text, voice, and video calls, and it's cross-platform service that works with Android, iPhone, Windows, Macs, Mac, and even Linux. Not only is it useful for keeping friends and family connected, but the app includes its own online community of message boards you can join in on. Of course, the app supports group video calling. It can handle up to 20 people at once and makes great use of the screen by letting the current speaker take over the entire display so you're truly focused on whoever's talking. One problem you'll have probably have with Viber is, given the popularity of most other apps on the list, convincing enough of your friends to and family to try it out. But I again, I don't think that that's... To me, that's not really a downside because we, that's already a problem with Colin. It would be nice to solve that problem, but I mean, given the earlier conversation about how, we, how will we vet users and make it a place that people are comfortable and people don't, you know, become bullies.
The other thing was a lot of places that have kind of these these kind of rooms where it's kind of a place where people can land and then, you know, meet people they did haven't met before and such. I mean, what you need for something like that is is definitely um, a larger platform that people know about. Like, like if you want to go and do a thing where you just re meet some and talk to some random person, there's lots of one-on-one -on -one things. Okay, the last one that I have from the um, the alternative to is one called Mixi, M-I-X-S-I-I, which. Um, is this is what it says about Mixie. Free video chat rooms for teens, adults, family, and friends. For everybody. One-on-one -on -one video calls, group video calls, share gifts. Chat is never, that's one of the things that I wish Colleen had, that you could put a, a picture in the chat. It'd be nice to be able to, you know, like somebody's describing something, it would be nice if they could just stick the picture in the chat. Meet new people, public chat rooms, group chats, and private chats. You can chat however you want. Make friends that will last a lifetime. Video chatting, strangers is fun and safe. Share files, upload and send files to your friends and group chats easily with a click of a button. On mobile, you can even send a live camera picture. User profiles, express yourself on your profile with a bio and up to 10 photos. Cross-platform, it works on all browsers and mobile devices. You can change the theme and it has markdown text messages. All chat messages support the markdown language, allowing you to easily format text posts with bold and italics. So that's M-I-X-S-I-I. TeamSpeak, I see that right there, Drew. There's the spelling of Mixie. Okay, team speak. Your team, your rules. You crystal clear sound commute to communicate with your team mates across platform with military grade security, lag free performance, and unparalleled reliability and uptime. Let's see what the pricing other than free is. Gamer license. Ah, so 
Um, underpricing, it says, gamer license. If you want the freedom and flexibility of running your own server your way, our gamer license is perfect for you. So it must be free if you're not getting the gamer license for your own server. And I wouldn't want to have to maintain my own server, frankly. Free server license is ideal for most clans or guilds with up to 32 concurrent users. So you can get up to 32 people. I think um, I just wanted to add this. We also need to consider the uh, user agreement the, and make it as simple as possible. It really pisses me off when they put in all the legal jargon and there's 80 pages of BS. Um, having it uh, simple, concise, here's what, if we have to take data, uh, here's what it is and here's where it goes. typed in that, well, if you're not paying for the service, then you're paying with your data. That is, that, that definitely can be true and is clearly true for, um, looks like lobby, which I'm going to delete from my list here in the notes. Because this is all work in progress, right? 100%. I kind of automatically eliminated the ones that had prices just for ease of doing the research, but it may be the case that if we, especially if we um, set up a, a vetted, um, a vetted user user base, and have it be more of a of, of a an invitation only tool, um, people might be willing to pay, you know. 50 cents a month or whatever the, the monthly amount would be based on how many people there are. For 64 slots, it's the licensing is 55 bucks. The thing with um, TeamSpeak is that it does require you to have your own server, which is not a big deal. You can probably use a virtual private server and go through a host. Um, but that is that is one of the it's not a it's not hosted by it's not on a server owned by somebody else which has its upsides and downsides right um also recently whatsapp um added channels for broadcast-based messaging and large group conversations. And um, they also, according to this May 30th, 2023 article, are planning on adding screen sharing for video calls. Interestingly, Although other messaging platforms such as Telegram, FaceTime, Google Meet, and even Skype have already incorporated screen sharing options, WhatsApp's foray into this area is highly anticipated. 
However, there are some details to be determined, such as system requirements for using screen sharing during group video calls and its compatibility with older Android devices. It's worth noting that WhatsApp screen sharing is unlikely to display content from apps that have implemented the flag underscore secure feature. F-L-A-G, flag underscore secure feature. This precaution is in place to prioritize security and privacy, preventing unauthorized sharing of sensitive information. Apps that fall under this category include password managers and streaming platforms such as Netflix, which rely on flag underscore secure to safeguard their content from potential breaches or pirating, I would guess. So there's that for WhatsApp. The um, channels that they're adding to WhatsApp is are, are one way only. So it wouldn't be an interactive conversation there, it looks like. One of the things that seems to be driving a lot of the video interactive video demand is um, telehealth. So, you know, if you're using Zoom, it's not very secure to talk to your doctor, but your doctor needs to see you and it needs to be interactive if you're doing a video call with your doctor. Um, Despite the introduction of channels, WhatsApp emphasizes that its primary focus remains on private messaging among friends, family, and community. And evidence of this is the constant addition of new features to the platform during the last few months, such as the ability to edit messages and the chat lock feature, which aim to match the services offered by other renowned apps like Telegram. Channels complement this focus by providing a platform for efficient controlled information dissemination, ensuring that WhatsApp continues to cater to the diverse needs of its users. So there's, there's that. I haven't tried Telegram or WhatsApp. And I'll be curious to see how these other apps shape up. I will probably change the title of this particular show because we're not anywhere near being able to ask ChatGPT anything other than, hey, can you program a new app like Colin? <laughs> because we do need to kind of sort through what things. Is there anything on here that you think is uh, extraneous, Zach? Uh, the Colin platform especially or... Uh, what, what was the question? Yeah. So, because like the more simple we make it, the fewer things there are that can break, right? I agree. I agree. Let me. If I had the God hand of the developer of Colin, I would remove the calendar 
thing and maybe combine it with something else. Uh, the, the create feature, um, I will write that down, I think, for a feature room. I'm blanking on it, but I had some issues there. Uh, it has the go live schedule room, create new show, and my recordings. I remember thinking there could be something taken out of that or um, combined with something else. Again, um, I mentioned the, one of my main things with Colin is the the messaging system. I think that could be improved. Uh, I don't like the layout of the library. Um, there, there were there, there are a couple things that are on different apps like YouTube, uh, like. I don't know if favorites is on here, but well, they're saved. But I, I think uh, we could add one or two things there. I'm sorry, I um, thought I wrote this down, but uh, it is escaping me, and I can't find it. Well, that's that's totally all right, because this is again, this is a more informal conversation about what are the. And and the library, I, I like never go to the library. I forgot it was even there. But it's I tried to download a show. I wanted to listen to one of the shows while I was driving and I tried to download it, but even though I downloaded it and saved it, it didn't show up in my library anywhere. And so I don't know if that's just not working or I'm just a dork because I can't figure out how to do it. Yeah, it says no downloads, and I definitely downloaded it a number of times. Bob just put in the chat push to talk. I think that might be an interesting feature to explore. I'm excited. Uh, have that thought um, that the the ability of a push to talk system might be interesting. That's kind of has on on its um, video chat on its chat feature, and you don't have to do your video, but it on my like on my phone, it requires that I'm holding the button down to unmute myself the whole time that I'm talking. Is that what you mean, Bob? Is it that kind of push to talk and unpush to not talk? Because I find that part, that's part of why I don't really like Discord for doing calls because it makes it difficult to, it's, it's easier to stay muted, which can be good, but makes it a pain to talk for me. My, maybe it's just settings on my phone and I don't know how it I also think um, we need to explore, I've never been on the, or I was on my little um, netbook, but there, I, I have to look at Colin on the PC to see if uh, the interface is better because um, 
I actually don't know. And if it is, I'm going to uh, look at it and report. Yeah. But to have to use my mouse to unmute blows. I agree. Maybe keybind it. Yeah, like Zoom, it's keybound to the space bar, I think. I think that's what you mean by key binding. Um, and Drew says, you need a Discord Sherpa, obviously. Oh, Drew's offering to be a Discord Sherpa for me. Bless you, sir. Bless you. <laughs> I mean, if Discord, I know Discord is, there's possibilities to, to edit Discord to make it um, the more ease of use, but it's way above my pay grade and the amount of time that I would have to put into it. So going back to hosting a room, when you host a room, you can choose to have it be private or not. You can choose to have chat or not. You can choose to have video or not. Me personally, I'm fine if the only kind of videos we can share are the videos that we're wanting to like watch together and not having video feature for the calls. What do you think about that? And and folks that are here, please put in the chat what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, I have to give some more thought to that because kind of what we talked about a little bit earlier. Yeah, yeah, totally. Have those features baked in, so yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, I was having an internet moment uh okay we are been we've been here almost an hour and a half i want to kind of review what we talked about it's important to, to if we're going to create through some method whether chat gpt or some other way create an alternative for call-in that would more closely meet what it is how we use it um Ease of access and ease of use are, are critical. Add-ons is another thing for older social media platforms that is an avenue that should be explored, agree. Jam systems, okay. Um, I mentioned a few alternatives, including Cosme, Revolt, Jitsi Meet, and Viber. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We talked briefly about vetting users. Maybe we have a democratic process for, um, for vetting users. Maybe it's um, something that's an invitation only. Private rooms are something I don't think we would want to give up. But raising hand, uh, guide, having guidelines for hosts could be, you know, creating a culture where there's 
specific guidelines for all the hosts so that it gives um, people more of an authority, feel it like more of a feeling authority to stop the circular arguments and the, the grandstanders, as Mary said. A raise hand feature, a native audio, native video feature. Um, better management of the DMS, the DMs, and um, pictures in chat, and probably the library and calendar um, on on call in are not the most useful parts of this of this app. But the DMs are the messaging inside the app is also kind of janky, feels unfinished a little bit. And Bob says we could, just a thought, make a third party assess app for Colin. Oh, access app. Then if Colin shuts down, you have the access app ready and all you need is the backbone. I, I read a set of words that I almost understand, Bob. We should have a further discussion about that because it sounds pretty smart. <laughs> and I think it's a good thought. Did you want to add anything else? Sorry, go ahead. When I unmute, it keeps cutting you off, and I'm hoping that uh, it doesn't cut off words for people who listen to this later if you post it. But I think we have a preliminary idea of if we were to create our own call-in for whatever reason, or if call-in goes away, uh, a map to the features and functions that we do like about it and don't like about it. I think this has been productive. Thank you, Amanda. And um, so Stoopy says, has anyone tried Clubhouse? I I, ha I tried it once, I think. I want to say um, Whitney Cummings did a, did a room on Clubhouse, like, I don't know, over a year ago. But I, I'm going to go and try these various um, solutions and see, and see, um, what I think about these, and maybe we meet again next week about this same bat time, same bat channel to kind of further discuss what it is that we might want to try and create. Unless you want to try and do it sooner than that, I don't, I don't, I'm open. Time for me to get the jumbled uh, yarn ball of uh, ideas that the cat that is my brain to bat around with is uh, better. So, um, yeah, we will put a pin in uh, next week around this time. And if anyone wants to change that because of their schedule, I think, Amanda, you're, you're more than gracious to take in that. Well, yeah, I want to... The, the, there's a core group of us that that 
are are here on call in fairly frequently, which means that I'm not do if I'm here, then I'm not checking out Clubhouse or any of these other tools. And so giving us all a week to kind of look into these things. And I'd encourage anybody who's listening either right now or later on to look into one of or more of these other alternatives and, and come back next week on Saturday and we'll um, go through kind of what we, what we figured out at that point. Does that sound agreeable to you? Yeah, that sounds fine. Thank you, Amanda. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on over to Crowdsourcing Revolution. I'm Amanda Rice.